Hello. Hello. My name is Matt. My name is Abigail. And this is the, the Polyglot, Polyglot Progress, Progress Podcast. Podcast. Welcome. Today, we are going to talk about accountability. We are. Um, but before we get started, we have a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Today, we're sponsored by italki, and Which thank is, you. Yeah, this, this is, is crazy. Um, for anyone who's been watching us for a while, I think italki's been mentioned probably in every podcast, but they're now an yeah. official so sponsor of the Polyglot Progress Podcast. Um, so today, like we, I said, we're talking about accountability, and so I think Italki is a pretty mm-hmm. great sponsor to have for this podcast because um, they're a pretty fast and effective way mm-hmm. to learn a language. You end up spending a lot of time with a one-on-one tutor who kind of knows your skills and who can help you be- reach fluency or whatever your goal is at a pretty quick level. And mm-hmm. I think Italki is also a great thing for accountability because it's so personalized to you. Mm-hmm. Like all of your discussions are between you and the teacher as opposed to like you going through a service to get to a teacher. Yeah. So it's like you and your teacher and you can book your lessons and that's going to hold you accountable for it. Um, Especially if you book a package of lessons. Like I've, yeah. I've booked packages with teachers and I've scheduled them apart across like a month or so. And so like I'll always have a lesson coming up then mm-hmm. that I like, okay, I know I need to work until this date for that lesson because I have a I need to go to this mm-hmm. which like we'll talk about that later but that's why like it's great because Italki has this uh, option yeah and it's also just adding on to that it's really great for the fact that it's convenient so mm-hmm. y- you don't have to travel anywhere you can take lessons from your house or anywhere or that you, you have travel. Wi-Fi yeah. um, and so you don't have scheduling problems either so if you're like you holding yourself accountable is just to take a certain number of lessons you can switch teachers there's none of this mm-hmm. like going to a school and having to be there at a certain time yeah. it really gives you a chance to hold yourself accountable and really just work on learning a language so if you're interested we do have a link down below if you haven't used italki before you can actually get ten dollars in credits to any new students once you buy credits for something mm-hmm. and italki is really affordable like compared yeah. to a lot of other language schools and things like similar that are sometimes hundreds and hundreds of dollars Mm -hmm. you can pretty much get an hour-long lesson with certain tutors for ten dollars some are obviously more expensive some are a little cheaper Mm -hmm. but um if you do end up using this link um basically there's no difference in signing up for italki other than the fact that when you buy credits to take a lesson you will get ten dollars free so Mm -hmm. that can either take a little bit of a discount off of a lesson maybe pay for a lesson Mm basically help you get started on italki so if you're interested in learning a language through something that's really effective and personal and convenient to you mm-hmm. um i definitely recommend italki and yeah cool thanks for sponsoring Thank us you. and uh so today on the podcast we are going to talk about accountability like we mm-hmm. said and this is going to be interesting because our forms of accountability that i think we've used the most are uh like uh, specifically for two people, I think a lot of it. You, however, have moved on beyond that, I think. I think a lot of the forms of accountability that work best for me are interpersonal accountability, mm-hmm. which I can, uh, we can talk about further. Fit you in yeah, there a little bit thank better. you. Which we, we will talk about further, like, uh, challenges and, like, programs that you can sign up to that, like, have a hierarchical mm-hmm. accountability structure, but also, like, just accountability between friends, like, hey, I want to get this done today, make sure I do that. Like, that's yeah. even, that's, like, a daily level of accountability. Like, we show each other the list of things to do that we want to do every day and are, like, make sure we do this. Like, and you don't even have to. It's just me. I've externalized mm-hmm. what I want to do now, so yeah, it helps I, me. Yeah, I was going to talk about that at first, but mm-hmm. I guess before we really get into it, I know mm-hmm. this is a mixed bag of people who enjoy this part of the podcast and people who don't, but I just wanted to check in with your oh, language what? learning. Hold Dude. you accountable on the podcast. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Um... I think my, in terms of new languages, my Greek has still been, my ancient Greek is still like the newest language for me. I've been dabbling into Latin with the um, uh, lingua, Latina per, lingua Latina Per Se Illustrata is the book I've been using. Sorry. Um, it's by, I think, a Danish author and it's all in Latin and it gets mm-hmm. progressively more difficult adding more tasks and ideas. I don't know if I said the name right, but um, that's been really fun. I just go into that whenever I have free time and it's it's cool coming from with all the knowledge of Indo-European I have, like, kind of going back to such a, Mm -hmm. not primal necessarily, but you know what I mean, like, such a language that's, like, ingrained in the roots of so many of the ones Mm -hmm. I already know, it's, like, it's, like, reverse engineering a lot of the concepts I know, so that's been fun. Uh, Ancient Greek has also been fun. I've been, uh, I think nearly everything I've learned in Ancient Greek I've been 
recording and doing in my diary, which mm. has been great, um, other than stuff I learned in, like, the philosophy class I'm in, which are just, like, words here and there. Um, and then German lately, I've been diving back into German. I've been reading uh, the letters of Rilke in German, and I've been working on translating sonnets to Orpheus, which has been, like, my first actual translation experience. And then I've read Rilke's uh, letters to a young poet, his letters with Franz Ever Kappus. Um, I've read them twice in English before, but reading them in German has just been, like, such a great experience mm -hmm. to me. They're so beautiful, and, like, in German, I love them even more, I think. Mm -hmm. It's been so cool. But uh, cool. that's that's been me. I don't think there's been much else, really. And what have you been up to? You've been... Yeah, so I, quite interestingly, um, have been doing a bit of Esperanto. That's yeah. not really where I was expecting my fall to go, yeah. um, language-wise. But I did um, kind of say that I wanted to get back into Esperanto, and I was kind of expecting to do it in October when we were thinking about going to the Polyglot Conference and really yeah. kind of planning for that, because I wanted to be able to speak in like every language I'd studied with people, um, especially because there was a chance of meeting so many people who watch this podcast and things, that I wanted to be able to speak to people in whatever language it was that they wanted to speak in, and mm -hmm. since I've mentioned Esperanto in here, I figured there would be some people who would want to speak Esperanto, and I mm -hmm. feel like the Polyglot Conference we went to is one of the only that's, places I've really gotten to use Esperanto. That's the only place I think um, I've spoken Esperanto with people. So I was really excited about that, but I then when we decided we weren't going, mm -hmm. I it kind of fell off my radar again, and somehow I've ended up doing that. Um, yeah, basically, cool. I've, I've just been doing a lot of German recently, kind of when I have a little bit of extra time and there wasn't really anything behind this other than German has had basically over the summer become the language that I did when I didn't want to do any other language um mm -hmm. and I'm not sure why that happened that's interesting or why German ended up being the one where I was like yeah I'm mm -hmm. okay doing this when I don't want to feel like learning a language mm -hmm. um but it's kind of become the one that I do when I'm not feeling the whole like learning a language thing because if you're new here I've have made it a goal for this year to study language every single day and I've somehow kept up with it it's crazy to think that we only have like three months left of this year and I've yeah, less than three months insane. and I've managed to do it because going into this year I was lucky if I was studying maybe like once or twice a week and somehow I've managed to do it every single day for yeah. nearly a whole year um and at this point it definitely is like stuck in me like if I if it's getting towards the end of the day and I haven't done a language yet I'm like Ugh. <laughs> like I'm so used to doing it that it's it's great, but um. Can I ask you a question? I was doing, I was just gonna explain okay, how yeah, I got yeah. to Esperanto. I, so I was doing German, and then I just ended up somehow, um, my phone died. That's what it was, and so I went on your phone to like do a, a language, and you had open like the Esperanto course that was from German, and so I was yeah. like, all right, I'll do that, I guess, while I wait for my yeah, new phone. And I just ended up really enjoying that just because it was able to, like, kind of push me in both. So mm -hmm. I've done quite a bit of that, um, and I'm trying to still do other German stuff. Like, there's other courses that I was kind of working my way through that I still want to be working on in German. you graphic novel. Yeah, I've yeah. been reading Sailor Moon in German. Mm -hmm. um, I've been trying to read in, like, all the languages. That's kind of fallen back a little bit just because cool. um, I don't really have a light by my bed. Like, there's the light right there, but when you turn off the overhead light, yeah, it turns that one off, stupid. too, which is really silly. They're connected. So I, like, can't read not ebooks. Um, yeah, so I think when I'm e going to bed and that's kind yeah, of that's when right. I read mm -hmm. so the physical books that I've been working through kind of have to wait for the daytime so it's been more so like stuff on my phone before mm -hmm. I go to bed I wanted to ask you we're talking about accountability and you've had this I don't think you're even keeping track of it necessarily it's more of a mental like every day I need to do this but I think keeping track you oh yeah in your language journal mm -hmm. okay because um, I wanted to ask how do you think that this kind of challenge you've set for yourself, this goal, uh, relates to the um, Edwin challenge that we did. How do you think in terms of like the, the way you feel towards the end of the day? It's not like a, I need to study for 45 minutes, it's just I need to study, I need to do something in this language today. You know what I mean? Do you feel more relaxed and like, uh, is it more like an amiable approach as opposed to like the, I know we got very stressed, I think, with Edwin. Yeah, I mean, I think it really depends and like I was going to talk about that later when we kind of talked about like using challenges and okay. stuff to hold you accountable but I mean for me I think right now like I couldn't do add one and so I haven't signed up for another new one just yeah. because it is a little too much of a commitment for me at the moment mm -hmm. and part of what I like um and I mean I'm sure I could have done this with 
add one because I know you can kind of choose how many days a week you're studying in the time frame and things. Yeah. But for me, I'd gone for, I think I did all seven days. Seven days, 45 minutes, right? Or half an hour? I think I did half an hour. Maybe okay. I did 45 minutes. But I definitely did seven days a week, not like mm-hmm. taking a rest day. Um, because I felt like if I took a rest day, it would be harder for me to get back on track, which mm-hmm. I still feel like is kind of a thing I for get me. That. Um, like I kind of need to keep going with stuff. Otherwise it's a little bit harder for me to get back onto it when it comes to habits. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know because with add one, you kind of need to remain consistent in how much you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas for Like, what I'm doing right now, there are days where I sit down and study for, like, an hour or two with a textbook, and Mm -hmm. then there are other days where it's, like, I'm going to do ten minutes of flashcards. And they're also totally different languages every day. It's not one thing. Yeah, yeah. You developed a system in the beginning of the year of rotation. I developed that, actually. That's been pretty recent. It wasn't actually the beginning of the year. It was the semester, the semester. Yeah, I know, but I meant it was pretty far into the semester as well. But, um, yeah, that's, I've fallen off of that just because when my phone died, it became a little bit difficult to kind of do things, so I need to get back to that. Um, but I I don't know if I talked about that on here or not, but that's another thing for accountability for learning multiple languages. I made a, like, rotating system, so there were different, Mm -hmm. um... Priority. Like, no, there was, like, a different language each day, and then... I think two or three days out of the week there were two languages but I kept it mainly one language to keep it manageable and they just kind of rotated and every single language had a certain number of days that they'd get to be studied and that was kind of where they were prioritized mm-hmm. so um I mean for the moment I don't totally remember but I, I know that Spanish and Italian had the most mm-hmm. because we're still working towards the OPIC so those I think had three times a week or something like mm-hmm. that I think so. um and this worked out because they went sometimes on their own day and sometimes with other languages on a day. Mm-hmm. And then I think German might have had like two times a week or something. And then Bulgarian had possibly two as well. Mm-hmm. And I think French had one, mm-hmm. if any. Yeah, because you used that um, a lot this summer. Yeah, so it was something like that. But um, I've just kind of fallen off of it. But I do want to get back to that just because I kind of feel like I've only done German and Esperanto recently. And I... Um, for the past like week and a half I guess so it's not super like huge of a deal but um mm-hmm. for the past like week and a half it's been mainly focused on that so I'd like to get back to doing like mm-hmm. other languages as well especially my Spanish and Italian but for gotcha. accountability for like multiple languages I think systems like that if you're a person that works well with that would be really good and I, I kind of held back on that for a while because I was like mm-hmm. Well, what yeah, if, like, tried it before. what if I am busy on, like, Monday? Does that mean that Monday's language never gets done? Or does it roll or does over, it roll over? everything? Yeah. Um, so this system I like much better, and I think it's probably the best I've done with that, and it honestly worked super well for me. Um, and I think it was because I, I've sat down and thought about what I do on each of those days, like, what my classes are like, etc. And so I put languages I felt like I needed more time with like Bulgarian where I'm I it takes me a while to get through a textbook and stuff on like a a lighter day like days that I had off I think were the only times I studied Bulgarian as opposed to like trying to force it onto like a day I have a lot of class yeah that's like and languages like maybe French where it's like well what will I be doing probably just like practicing translating or reading or something Mm -hmm. that can go on a day I'm more busy um Mm -hmm. And that sort of thing. And so I think that's what was a better system for me. Cool. So I'd yeah. say, like, first accountability tip would be, like, um, just having some sort of system for yourself or some yeah. sort of tracker. Because there's, like, I think there's the different methods. Like, you kind of talked about this in the beginning with, like, different types of accountability. Like, there's, like, the internal accountability just with yourself. There's, like, with you and a friend. There's you yeah. and, like, a group. There's paying for to do a challenge or participating in a free challenge or group or having to pay um, if you don't do it like yeah kind of betting against yourself yeah sort of. mm-hmm. um but I guess also like kind of backtracking a little bit talking about like why accountability is important yeah no that's a, that's a good point I mean I think I think I uh touched on this in my time task management video just like I mean accountability for me comes down to just figuring out what I'm doing when and that I actually get it done mm-hmm. um, because we people in the language community and I mean even us on this channel like to talk a lot about what we're gonna do mm-hmm. I mean we make a summer language goal series but then we we um, <laughs> and like you know 
but a lot of times goals don't get done even when you externalize them you have to have a mm-hmm. system of of making sure you're working towards them mm-hmm. i mean how many times have i said like oh i'm learning hungarian now oh now it's finished and like you know i can say that but it doesn't go into go into practice until i do it and well, like that is a form of accountability saying it it's externalizing just, it maybe that's not a form that works for you because i know for me i prefer once i kind of announce it on polyglot progress i kind of stick with it with the exception of um that one time i made a japanese diary and then <laughs> learned bulgarian yeah, instead yeah um <laughs> but um yeah it's interesting i mean because, other like, than that like i know for me it's more so like hey everyone like i'm working on spanish and italian now and then i i stick with it because that's kind of one of the accountability methods and mm-hmm. also when i make my summer goals video it's more so like that's me externalizing that's it you. so i'm kind see, of like hello everyone here's what i hope to do this actually, summer let me let me let's see what in. happens because i actually really like the fact that you do that and then how the comments become everybody else externalizing their accountability yeah. and everyone talking about it like i think that's fantastic and i mean we even have a chat on the discord that like it's just people talking about goals and accountability mm-hmm. we have an accountability server mm-hmm. and like um it's interesting because i don't feel like there, there's a lot of times that people will give I've, I've heard people give advice like in terms of writing like don't tell anybody don't tell any people about what you're writing until you've written it mm-hmm. and like this is interesting because i've been planning a novel lately and yet i'm talking about it because i'm planning it and like it kind of makes it feel more real and it kind of makes me feel like i have this like external responsibility to now bring this thing into creation but like it's still in the planning stages or like oh i've got this long poem i'm working on and like it's an actual thing so i can talk about it like it Mm -hmm. exists you know um but in terms of languages like that's a totally abstract level that we're talking about that like either I have no knowledge in it yet, I have a little, I'm like, you know, how, how knowledge accumulates in language is really interesting, and talking about it is even weirder. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think the doing is what's most important. It doesn't matter where you are in your level of knowledge, it's the sitting down and doing it, or going and using it, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, where do, where do you want to start in terms of like different systems? Where should we start? Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, the main reason that I think accountability mm-hmm. is important is, like, sort of what you were saying, like, sometimes motivation isn't enough. Like, because yeah. I think we can all, like, I yeah, think there's, dude. like, a layer of, like, things you need to, like, learn a language or any new skill or just, like, do kind of anything. Yeah. And, like, I think exist. motivation and, like, inspiration is going to be, like, I think inspiration is, like, you being like, wow, I want to cool. do it's this. Like a spark, you know? Yeah, and then motivation is like, yeah, I'm like feeling ready to do this. And, and then I and think motivation like... is then when you're like doing things and then you might fall off of it just because yeah. it's like sometimes you're feeling motivated to pick up a textbook and learn and sometimes you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So like inspiration is like you watch a show, you're like, wow, German sounds really beautiful. I'd like to learn that. And then motivation, you're like, I'm going to learn German and move to yeah. Germany or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... um but, like, if you're not holding yourself accountable, like, you're not necessarily going to get anything it, done. It's all, like, how are you working towards the goal? Are you actually moving towards it, mm-hmm. you know? Because you can say, I want to learn German and move to Germany. But if you're always saying that exactly. and not on the path to it, you know, like, nothing's happened. And it's, exactly. Yeah. And I think goals are, like, one step in accountability. Absolutely. Like, because that's you, yeah, you kind of giving yourself a path mm-hmm. to learning a language. But then it's, like, what keeps you working towards those yeah. goals? Yeah. Um, so you've yeah, always, I guess you've always been historically better at goals than I have. And I think it's I think it's shown on the channel that like you attain more of your goals in that step than I do because I'm more of like I'm just doing what I'm doing, but I think like lately I've been realizing the importance of accountability. Mm. So like this is going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say I think part of it's like I think I as a person am very much so someone who holds myself accountable for yeah. things. Like I'm ve- yeah, like you said like I'm very goal-oriented and like mm-hmm with those goals I'm very much so like holding myself to them Mm -hmm. so it's like also a lot of times like I don't kind of talk about stuff with other people until I'm like yeah "Yeah, this is like something I'm doing for real like maybe sometimes I'll be like yeah like I'm considering doing this but like usually it's like if I'm like oh I'm considering it's like I've pretty much almost decided I just need to see if it's like feasible doable or like if it's a good idea that sort of thing but by then I've probably like Mm -hmm. set some goals or whatever you know like it's one of those things you've got all these behind the scenes like there's this curtain in your life and everything's happening back here (laughs) and then you're like oh look at what I've been doing yeah exactly audience yeah Yeah. so that's the thing 
is like I think as a person like I'm very much so like holding myself accountable like I've made lists since I was like a little kid and like stuff like that so I think it's just more so difficult to come on to that like I I have some students in this class that like uh that I'm like a mentor for where the the whole concept of time management like having to organize your life to make sure you get all the work done is Mm -hmm. like very foreign and stressful yeah and I mean I remember in high school having to adapt to it and like coming to college and having to adapt that system and like struggling you know it's not something you can just like get well I think also we provide a good basis for having this discussion on polyball progress because I think I'm very intrinsically motivated like I think it is more so I'm like I have a goal I'm gonna do this goal now and I personally am gonna see it through that I do this thing whereas I think you're more of an extrinsically motivated person where sometimes you might have a goal like you're like I want to do whatever and then it's hard to hold yourself to it but the moment someone else is like Matt you have to do this you're like well I have to do this even if you don't even want it like Mm -hmm. with like homework and stuff like I tend to have a harder time Mm -hmm. with things that are like here's your homework like do it unless it's something where I feel like I am getting something out of it as well like I'm exactly like like, putting this into motion yeah maybe it's like a good grade maybe it's the actual knowledge or something but like if it's like I just feel like this is like busy work is like the roughest thing for me like I think yeah. you probably have an easier time with busy work because I mean I don't even know I kind of hate busy work but well, I see where tr- you're coming no from. but I think you yeah. could bring yourself to do it at least like I know mm-hmm. also like I think when I was younger like busy work I was just like I won't I don't want to do this um but I think for you it's like well I was told to do this by an adult so I must um (laughs) I wanted to ask in terms of your just like an an external to language goal Mm. um I don't know if you want to talk about on the podcast but your process and like goal setting towards getting onto a roller derby team and like just how this has been everyone stay tuned yeah no no because like it's still in the process but like you have been working on this for like a I'd say almost a year now. You've been talking about it for a year. It's been like six months or so, I think. Um, I just don't know. Though I I mentioned it prior to that. Yeah, so I guess I don't know how much there is to discuss right now, but I'm trying to get onto a roller derby team. Yeah. Um, And so it's been interesting just because I, throughout my life, have been less of a physically fit person. So it's been a new type of goal setting. Um, Mm. And I think for me, exercise is one of the ones where I actually need some external motivation. I think that's one where I can't intrinsically motivate myself. We've been helping each other. And roller derby has gotten me fitter in the sense that once I decided I wanted to make it onto a team, I was like, okay, well now I have to be able to like be fit enough that they choose me for the league and then I have to be fit enough to pass the basic skills test which is crazy if anyone wants Mm. to look that up you you have to skate um like a mile in five minutes um and you have to do the first mile within like five or the first lap within like five seconds or something or yeah it's like 10 seconds or something crazy like that there's like a lot of things where I was like ah yeah. <laughs> um, no it seems insane so and like, like certain jumps you have to be able to do and that sort of thing so and it's, it's one of those things that like saying it just like I want to do roller derby seems something like totally outside of like the universe right mm-hmm. now but like it's you have moved towards it and like okay I need to be fitter I need to actually skate more I need to get the equipment I need to talk to the people I need to talk to and like yeah. you've done this over the past year that like it's actually coming up in the future and it's mm-hmm. like it's crazy. It's, like, really cool to have watched, you know, because I've, like... Yeah. You know, I'm more external to it, but it's really neat. Yeah, and so I suppose maybe that was part of it. Maybe my lack of, um, like, working out wasn't so much, like, a lack of accountability, but more so a lack of motivation. Maybe, Because yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I should get fit. Um, but yeah. I think it probably wasn't a good enough motivation until I was like, I, I have, should you get have an fit end so I can, towards, like, be on a team. Yeah. yeah. And I think even once I make it, it'll be more so, like, I should get fit because I'm on a team and Mm -hmm. if I can't skate really fast like my team's going to lose (laughs) if you can't push Um, people over yeah if I if I can't throw people out of the um circle like so (laughs) but yeah I just wanted to ask that's cool yeah um so I guess should we start like with internal motivation and just like one-on-one motivation with yourself (laughs) yeah I mean internal motivation for me I think having a project I'm working on that mm-hmm. I want to finish is one of the biggest things for me. Like, whether this is I want to get through a textbook, I want to get through this book of, and translating it, mm-hmm. or having read it. Like, that's really big for me. And I've talked in the past of, like, I like to split books up and, like, making dates for myself towards, like, almost making a syllabus for myself mm-hmm. so I can, like, 
external like kind of drain so that. you can externalize I can it. externalize it for myself and then see it and then I'm like okay here's what I have to do but it's still me yeah you know what I mean like no this I know but I, it, I just find but that it interesting is, yeah. because it is like I think you definitely are more significantly more of an extrinsically motivated person than I am but this and is then still even internal. when you're motivating yourself internal. yeah but you have, but to, have to like trick yourself it. into thinking that it's but like, I'm still doing it I, no I know <laughs> but it's still an external motivation absolutely yeah but um yeah I've always been interested in like making in like my my bullet journal my language journal having um the different chapters of like a norwegian textbook mm-hmm. and then I, every time i do it i cross it off and i can see my progress and that like helps me the the the, the notion of the fact that i'm moving helps me mm-hmm. you know i don't like feeling like i'm sitting still in terms of like moving on a project like i'm currently working through rilke and like i can flip through my book and see like all my notes i've made and then like mm-hmm. that's I see where I've worked and where I haven't, and then I look in my book that I have my English translation in, and it's like, all right, those are three sonnets. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to move more. But, like, on the German, I've worked a lot. And mm-hmm. so, like, going forward, I see, like, a path I've made. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, that's part of how I work, I think, and just, like, yeah. making a system for myself and, like, that helps me to move forward. Does that get me to do it? No, that's a different thing. But, like... Mm, so what gets you to do it? I, I mean, have you found the source of accountability for you that like gets you to do it? I mean, what really helps me is the the bullet journal has been kind of where I go to get my accountability, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's external, but it's all my goals that I want. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I'd still consider that more of an internal okay. thing because it's less of like a deadline type appearance it's also not and more of just to you. like I a to do. It yeah, to exactly. Me. Yeah, um, so I mean, if I put it in there, I think I feel. Whether I do it or not, I feel I feel guilty if I don't do mm-hmm. it, and I feel a sense of I feel a duty to it because it's been put in there, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of where I go to give myself the accountability and give myself the sense of necessity of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, how well this works in the school year when I have other things is difficult to say. I've kind of I've been lately having a notepad that I I'm trying to keep separate from all of my other so- uh, courses. That's just kind of where I'm writing all my notes for, like, my creative projects, my translation, and, like, I even have, like, books I want to be reading outside of class, um, and when I want to finish them by, mm-hmm. and, like, the Rilke translation, when I want to finish it by, and, like, so all of this is, like, my personal goals outside, and then having it physically removed from where my other things are is kind of it's good for my headspace of, like, mm-hmm. getting it done, because mm-hmm. it feels separate, it feels like it's for me, and, like, I get to go in there knowing it's with me in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I mean, for me, I set the challenge for myself at the beginning of the year to study every day. Yeah. Um, and I initially actually started, I said that that was like a resolution of mine was to study every day. Mm-hmm. But then I still like within my language journal where I kind of keep track of the languages I've studied, I sort of said, I think January my goal was like to study every day minus like five days or something like that just so that way I had like a secondary goal but I I still managed to do every single day and from then on I was like well now I gotta also that's Um, good because you can kind of give yourself like a learning not a learning curve you know what I mean but like a safety exactly I was gonna like shrink it it every month but I ended up just kind of immediately clinging to it and that was like Um, an ad when you have a certain amount of like sick days you know yeah so I tried to give myself some days just in case something crazy happened um but I managed to, I mean, with my phone, like, if anything, there were a few days where I really didn't do that much. But it was like, I had my phone on me, even if I was doing something that really kind of made it in class difficult for me. Yeah. Even if there was something going on where it was, like, a little rough to study, I found a way to do it. I think the hardest mm-hmm. time was at the end of August when I was in Tennessee and I didn't have cell service. Yeah. And I, mean, I couldn't bring you can't any be textbooks. For that. Yeah. So, um, that was a little rough. Um, and for anyone wondering what I did is I had screenshotted yeah. um certain <laughs> flashcards. So I just went back and reviewed those basically. I had You did find that... a Bulgarian speaker though. Didn't you? Or you found someone who knew whose mother spoke Bulgarian. Oh yeah, yeah. I talked to someone who was learning Bulgarian actually. Yeah, that's great. Um that's so cool. Yeah, but, so I set myself that challenge, and then I also have my language bullet journal, which I've got my normal bullet journal, and then I've got a language bullet journal, which sounds crazy, but it's made it significantly less crazy, because my language one... Does that help you separate them? Well, my language one is literally, at this point, just trackers for each month, and then down at the bottom of that month, I have, like, my goals for that month for languages, Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll sometimes, at one point, I have, like, a reading list um, for the year, and then... 
I've had just like little simple things like that. So it's more so going to be a, a, an ability to track my progression with languages over time. Um, because I still put language stuff in my normal bullet journal. Like if I'm, yeah, if I've too. decided I want to get through like a chapter in a textbook, I still put that in my regular bullet journal because that's where my like daily to-do lists are basically. Yeah, I have to put it there. I won't get um, it done, you know. So that's just more so like my planner, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then my language bullet journal is more so keeping track of my languages, my language goals, my progression and things. Um, so that's how I hold myself accountable is I have to keep track of what language I study every day. So mm -hmm. I also then am held accountable to study every language. Mm -hmm. um, like I can l easily look at my tracker and be like, wow, I've done nothing but German for the last month. Yeah, I know that Maybe was part I of the reason. Maybe I put something else in there. That was part um, of why you started this. You found like you were spending all your time with like German, like you said before. Yeah, or just I was finding that I, I just didn't know how to like kind of figure out what I was spending time on mm -hmm. um so this even if I am like spending more time on German I want it to be like intentional mm -hmm. I want to be like I want to focus on German and occasionally do other languages I don't want it to be like I think I'm doing all my languages but why do I only remember German words and nothing else oh it's because I've only studied German for the mm -hmm. past month or so like I want to be able to look at it and see what I've studied and when I've studied it and see like if that can help my language learning at all um, like, if there's another language I want to be spending more time on, I can look and see, like, oh, I haven't really been spending time on that. Like, let's make sure yeah. next month that I can see more of that color in here. You mentioned intention, and mm -hmm. I kind of think that's interesting, because you're, you're talking about the difference between internally and external, externally motivated people, and I think intention's really important either way you're motivated. I think if you're going into something with the, the intention of doing it, especially for yourself, mm -hmm. I think that's what matters in the end. Like, if you are going into it with an with an end for yourself learning it oh I mean like, I don't think either form of motivation is bad I think it's just more so no, you I should find no I'm saying I think you said intention and that kind of sparked are. in me like, like how important intention mm -hmm. is um, and I just want to like get on that point because I think like intention's important because I, I don't think it's good to go to a language class and then like hate it because you don't like languages or go to a math class and hate it because you hate math mm -hmm. and like but you're there because you have this goal to learn math, but you're like, oh, none of this is important to me. Like, you know, there, you need to, it needs to be something you want. You need to have, like, the intention and will mm -hmm. to do it. So, like, if, like, because if you're finding that, like, you hate it, just don't do it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, like, that's, like, have a check-in every now and again and, like, mm -hmm. see if this is still fulfilling you, if you're still enjoying well, it. Well, I think that's holding yourself accountable, too. I think Absolutely. it's important to check in with yourself, even if it's not to decide mm -hmm. if you want to stop something, but... I think checking in with yourself and being like, am I getting, like, what I bought this new book, am I getting what I need to be getting out of it, or mm. is it time mm. to stop wasting several hours a day on this resource that I feel like is not my level and find yeah. something yeah. that actually will yeah. help. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. And so I guess going from self to kind of using other people, something that can kind of go either way is like monetary accountability. <laughs> I've never, I, I mean, um, everyone's close to this, kind of. You give I mean, out a I bunch know. of money and then hope to win. So, I mean, it's kind of com competitive. There are two different ways I think you can go about this. Mm -hmm. You want to... Well, I was just going to say there's, like, a lot of different aspects to it, and I think you and I have a little less experience with this. Just yeah, because we do. We can I point to people by the know. nature of, like, being college students, <laughs> like, monetary <laughs> accountability is not so much... I think also for me, monetary accountability is hard because... Typically, if it's, like, a monetary accountability, that will just make me not want to do whatever the yeah. thing is. Also, I'm not um, motivated by the by the aspect of losing something. Like, a, to do it to exactly. keep it. Exactly. No, that's the thing, is that, like, stresses me out. Yeah, I So, I if anything, it. it's, like, I'm a, held accountable to something and there's a monetary payment. Like, with roller derby, yes, I'll have to pay for equipment, I'll have to pay for transport but to the practices. Joy you get out of it, the but that's not benefits. what's holding me accountable. Yeah. I'm not like I'm going to roller derby because it's costing me money. Yeah, like, yeah. if anything, then I'd be like, if I don't go to practice, I'll save money. Mm -hmm. Like, if I don't join mm -hmm. the league, I won't have to spend any money. Mm -hmm. So, I should just not do this thing that I wanted to do because it's expensive. Um, which, I mean, I was considering doing, but that's not because I... Yeah. It's more just for a financial thing. So I think by yeah. nature, I'm not a person that would be like, let me bet all of my money yeah, I think that, that I will study a language every single day. Because background. I'd just be like, I should not study a language every day if yeah. it's going to cost me money, you know? Yeah. Um. So that's obviously up to you. Some people are... That, like, financial stress, like, helps them with that. I'm more so a person that will shut down in that scenario, so... 
Uh, not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception of things like Ad One, it was like you paid to be part of Ad One, but it wasn't the paying that got me to continue. No, it was the prospect of winning. No, it was like just yeah. kind of the accountability within people, and yeah, if anything, I guess the prospect. Yeah. They, of winning, they have that but... tracker on the website. Yeah, that they used to have. I don't know what. They and then now. the other thing I'd say is like, if I book an Italki lesson, I feel held accountable to go. But I think it's beyond like. Like, part of it is I paid for this lesson, Mm -hmm. but that's more so, like, I paid for this lesson, and now if I don't go, I lose the money, and I'm not there. And some teachers will refund you, but I also just feel bad Mm -hmm. bailing on people then, too. So it's less of, like, a... interpersonal, like... And also just, I feel like once I've set a meeting, like, even if I could be, like, I don't want to come, and maybe the teacher wouldn't mind, or maybe they'd be happy, maybe they don't want to teach me. But, um, regardless... Like, I, I feel like I've set this time, so now it's, like, in my schedule, I'm going to go to this thing. And that costs money, but it's a little bit of a different financial, like, yeah, you have the, there. There's a, there's a transfer there of, like, an actual exchange going on. Yeah. Which I think I think the, important. like, betting against myself, though, I'm not really one for. I think we've talked about College Info Geek before, and, like, Thomas Frank... Uh, I'm probably going to misquote the situation, but he has, like, an alarm set through some complicated system where the first person, if he doesn't wake up by a certain time in the morning, some company sends out a tweet on his account saying that, like, he hasn't woken up, and then the first person who responds to that tweet, he, Thomas, like, sends a certain amount of money to. And it's, like, so Tom's motivated to get up Mm -hmm. so he doesn't have to pay that money. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't motivate me. Yeah, like, see, I, I see the I see the appeal. doesn't like... work for me, and similarly, I'm not a person who... Mm-hmm. I know other people have, like, a reward system that's, mm-hmm. like, a monetary reward, or, like, they'll buy themselves something, mm-hmm. and that also doesn't work for me. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I know even for Ad One, we were supposed to set, like, set a rewards. reward, or a, um, the opposite of a reward, a punishment, I guess. Yeah. For if you, like, do or don't like complete all of the tasks but for me if there was any sort of like monetary or like objective like reward at the end of it that wasn't just like me learning the language it would have been that like winning the trip type thing as opposed to like I never even did the thing that I set as my reward for yeah I mean I had like I think I was gonna do like dinner or something like a movie party yeah, I was gonna. No, I think it was a fancy dinner. Was okay. what I went with in the end. Yeah. Was I was just gonna invite a bunch of friends out and get dinner or something. I think mine was a French movie. Um, with but I was gonna like get dinner with people, and I never even. I was one of the three finalists. Like I was up for that plane ticket, and I never did the thing that I set for myself as like mm-hmm. a reward, just because it wasn't. It didn't feel like a thing that I, like I just my brain wouldn't correlate it to the act of language learning. I think. Like, I think my reward came more so, like, a little bit each day of, like, being rewarded yeah. by seeing, like, Your progress the green the box and my little spreadsheet that said that I'd studied that Dude, day and stuff. As silly like, as that is, I wish I knew what, like, the psychology of that was. But, like, crossing off tasks and doing that is so satisfying for me. Yeah, that's just far more rewarding for yeah. me than, like... Like, seeing that I've stuck Getting to it. something. Yeah. Um, like, I... Whether it's material materialistic or, like, a trip or something like that, like... Mm-hmm. Even when I was up for the plane ticket, which I didn't end up winning, so who knows, maybe it would have been different if I'd won or something. Like, I, I didn't view that so much as, like, the reward for finishing. Like, it was more so like, oh, cool, I'm up for this plane ticket. Yeah, um, But, yeah. like, I, I never was like, this is because I studied every day that I am being rewarded with the opportunity <laughs> of possibly going to Bulgaria. Like, it was more so, like... When I completed everything, I was like, look at me go. Like, I studied for yeah. 90 days every single day for 30 minutes, and I did all of these mini challenges. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, like, a certain number. It was probably, like, I want to say, like, eight italki lessons or whatever. Like, I did all of these hours of that. I did all of these practice sentences. Like, I mm-hmm. was able to have a conversation. Like, the co- seeing myself do the 15-minute conversation was far more... Yeah. Yeah. of a reward for me and I guess maybe like people voting that like my video like deserved to put me in the top three was like more of a reward I guess than yeah, like the, the, the plane ticket or this like supposed dinner I was supposed to have like ever would be for me um so like I, try it out with yourself I guess if you feel like financial like betting is something that works for you like definitely do it because it works uh... for some people and like I know there's apps for like exercising too where it's like you bet money for like each pound you lose or something yeah and i'm sure there's things that are just for in general so you could for learning a language bet like twenty dollars that i'll 
get through this French textbook or whatever. But for me, it doesn't work. And so that's just another thing with accountability, like checking in with yourself. Like, does me spending money to keep myself to do this work? Mm-hmm. No, not really. <laughs> I, uh, I just wanted to mention, like, something, if you don't have, like, even the money to spend on something, like, um, add one, mm-hmm. there are programs out there, I mean, italki does a similar, uh, the language challenge, what, is that just what they call it? Yeah, I mean, they do different ones, so there's, like, generally it's, like, the language challenge, but sometimes they'll do, like, diverse language challenge, yeah. or, like, all so, these like, other ones, they're doing one, I think, thing. right now, actually, that, yeah. or one just started or ending, either one is about to start, one just ended, or there's one happening right now, I'm pretty sure one's happening right Which now. Which, those though. are cool, because, like, you get little things on your profile if you do certain languages. Yeah, and if anyone's not familiar, it's basically, like, you commit to learning a certain number of hours, basically, and that's, like, your goal, yep. so you'll take, like, a certain number of hours of lessons, and mm. then... Um, and you can do that within, like, 30-minute increments, or you could do it as, like, take, like, an hour-and-a-half-long lesson, like, a few times or whatever. But basically, like Matt said, you get a badge, and I think by the end you actually get, like, a t-shirt and, like, yeah, things I like that, so. like, physical things, if that's something that helps you out a little bit more. But, so I guess that's, like, a financial thing, but again, for me, it would be less so, like... But I wanted to mention, if, you, if you're not interested in the financial aspect, if you're interested in the communal aspect, like mm-hmm. we were... Um, if you know Sandra or Lingua Dendron, who the person who ran Language Jam, I think mm. she there's a there's a new Language Jam going on right now, and uh, I think she's in the process of uh, coordinating like more uh, more online events like that mm-hmm. that kind of um, focus more on like the community, all having the like equal um, ineptitude in a language and all having to work together to. Um, to like support one another in mm-hmm. in the process of learning, which like I know we didn't even get to do too much of language gym, but just like the the fact that the community was so into it was fantastic, and like I can't wait to work on to, yeah. To join I was gonna say again. competitions and challenges yeah. and things like that are great, especially if you're a competitive person. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So like I mean for me like a lot of the add one accountability was me like. Uh, you get points each day and yeah. there's a leaderboard and so I was like yeah. I want to be near the top no that was um, really that was really cool and I was never the top of the leaderboard but I at least was high up enough that I could see my name on the leaderboard <laughs> and that was I think all I really wanted um and I know there's a lot of other like apps and online websites that either have a leaderboard or have started introducing a leaderboard do, or yeah do sort of things somewhat like that and like you can easily do that with your friends as well like I know you Absolutely. and I have done that previously where it's like yeah, we'll see yeah, who yeah. can study more days in a row and things like that or even just like I, I think we tried one time whoever like a task you complete is three points and then like yeah I know there's actually have... a system for that I forget what it's called um but there's some the sort of journal? thing of like RPG like <gasps> oh yeah bullet journaling almost and so you give yourself like points and you can also like lose there's health. an app there's an app for, well there's yeah. that um but there's also like people do in it like journal? in on paper, yeah. That's and there's neat. like you can like gain health through Wait, doing certain cool. things like doing dishes or like laundry or something like that will like rebuild your health. <laughs> and then like doing like maybe a habit you're trying to stop. So if you're like a nail biter, like maybe you yeah. bite your nails, you lose like two health or something. So it's like there there's certain things like that, or like That's if you're cool. on social media when you're not supposed to or whatever, and then you gain points through like completing tasks or something. That's um, cool. I don't know a ton about it, but if that's that something that works for you, again, another yeah. great thing. I know for me, like, I am a very competitive person, and I like that kind of thing, so, um, like, I don't do that for my bullet journal just because I feel like I get enough satisfaction just taking stuff off and, mm-hmm. um, takes a little less time than coming up with the point system and all that sort of thing. Absolutely. Um, so I don't really find that necessary for me, but when it comes to things like, mm-hmm. here's a competition for, like, beat your friends with the leaderboard for this website, mm-hmm. then... Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, come up with something, like, on your own. Like, if you have friends who are interested in language learning or if you can find people online who are interested in language learning, like, Mm -hmm. maybe having your own little competition if you're not going to join something like that. Um, And just be like, let's see, like, who can make more progress and, like, that sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean... There's also the idea of, I, I think this is similar because we could talk about it in the sense of um, uh, having a tutor and having an actual class, but being a part of a class and the accountability mm-hmm. of being in a class. I don't know how much uh, you feel it's accountable. I think classes are cool because you have to do like homework. Yeah. Cool. You have to do the homework, but this is like a very externally um, motivated thing. 
you know, how, how much of the intention is you wanting to do it, unless you're, like, in that class because you want to do it. I know um, our friend Ophelia signed up for a French class, like, I think her last semester, and it was, like, the worst experience of her life. Like, she just hated that class. Um, I mean, this was my experience with some of the German classes I took. Mm-hmm. Um, this was your experience with Hebrew. I mean, and even probably some of your French classes. I don't, I don't know. But, um, I mean, sometimes a class doesn't always make you want to do the work. I found that classes make me want to do the homework less. I find that, like, yeah. personally going with a tutor for my talkie or, like, just a friend on Skype, like... Yeah, I yeah. mean, I found that as well. Like, I definitely would prefer to take it and I talk lesson. Which is interesting. It's like the same thing. A school but... lesson. Well, no, because I feel like with italki at least, like, I mean, maybe it would be different if I was taking an online class that had multiple yeah, people. But with italki, comfort. it's a one-on-one kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel more held accountable too because there's no in a class setting. Let's say there's fifty kids in the class, you could easily not do the homework, and no one's really gonna be like, "Why wow, you didn't do the homework." But if you're, like, on a one-on-one thing, like, if I'm meeting, if you're my tutor and I'm meeting yeah. with you, I'm going to want to have done whatever you assigned me to do because... So that way you can both... Also, what are we going to do then? For, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I'm just wasting your time. Wasting like, your own time. I'm wasting my own time. Like, it's one of yeah. those things where it's like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing that I said that I would do for our one-on-one meeting. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so I think in general, like, things like italki or anything else where you're kind of even meeting with a f- one friend or something is going to be easier to hold yourself accountable than doing it in general like I think even if you were taking a class in school meeting with a tutor outside like you'd want to do the homework for that class more so so that you have something to do with your tutor you know yeah and and I just love the 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 personalness of it the how it feels more like an actual friendship Mm -hmm. and like how conversation happens than a lecture or just how a teacher talks I mean I don't know I've never been a fan of how in in a language classroom how a teacher will like address and be like all right the cases or like the articles and then it's okay but how does this language actually work mm-hmm. like I know we need to get over this stuff and then move on but like even then it's like mm-hmm. they always find a way to talk about the boring stuff which like hey I love it but you know what I mean it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't get conversation happening um, which like with a tutor you can be like alright can we talk about like for the first 20 minutes can we go over articles and like declensions and uh, definition like talk about all this mm-hmm. stuff and then I want to try to use that in conversation with you yeah. like that's how I did when I was teaching German for a little while I was like we're gonna I'm gonna introduce you to like very basic stuff and then I'm gonna show you how to use it in conversation and then we're just gonna like mimic, mimic this conversation mm-hmm. um, and these were with like basic beginners and like I was still a beginning teacher so I thought it'd be cool but I don't mm-hmm. know um, yeah I mean you're, you're a teacher. Do I am you, a teacher. Do you want to talk about that a little? Like, how do you how you think? Are your students accountable? I know you don't really give homework, but do you think... Yeah, I don't really give homework. You've said you've seen improvement, though. I don't so give like, homework unless... There are students it. I give homework for. Yeah. But usually that homework is less so, like, I made you a worksheet. <laughs> it's more yeah. so, like, students will be like, I'm going to watch this show, and then I want to talk about it yeah. next time. Like, so, so that's, like, Or, like, they're like, that. I'm going to read a... a like, I have one student who's decided that he's going to start reading um, these stories from this book that's, like, different success stories from, like, um, really rich people, and he's going to, like, read each of those, and then, so, like, read it, make notes of any vocabulary he doesn't know, and then he'll come in and tell me the story. That's so cool. Um, that's and so, so cool. I can, like, correct anything or, mm. like, help with understanding certain words and things like that, so, like that's more so the homework is like your mm-hmm. homework is to watch this thing or read this thing and be ready to talk about it and like have any questions for yeah me. have done something you know yeah and like i mean in terms of accountability i think that's fantastic yeah you know i'd so say that exciting. is accountability and i think even if it's a student that doesn't necessarily have homework with me i still try to check in with things like if they're saying like i want to work on my listening skills i'll be like okay so what have you been doing in the last week to like work on your listening and things yeah just yeah. because I am like a very informal tutor for a lot of my students I, I go off of what the student wants and it just has ended up that I have like I, I'd say like two-thirds to half of my students are kind of like very informal and just kind mm-hmm. of want to come in now and again and have like a conversation and things but even then I do try to keep some accountability and be like what have you been doing like mm-hmm. um have you been working on this thing that you've been trying to do with your English etc cool. um just because I think it is an important part of learning language and, like, what has been your experience with classroom learning as opposed to tutoring? With accountability? or yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I'd say I'm held pretty accountable when it comes to classes just because I feel like it's been 
like like I said, I, I feel less of a motivation to do things, but I feel like the accountability is off in there just because, like, I, I'm getting over this now, and I'm quite content with that. But um, we've talked about this, I think, in some of the older podcasts, just, like, the way that, like, what I feel obligated to do was kind of, like, beaten into me through the school system and, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the, like, oh, I need to do this homework and feeling anxiety about that and not wanting to do, like reading books or like doing creative projects and things and how that has kind of like now negatively affected me when it's like I'm majoring in something creative and like you need to spend time working on you need to spend way more time working on this creative project than any of this other homework yeah but I still almost have found in past years a way to put that to last because my brain is like that's Mm -hmm. not a priority this is a homework it's because what's like the worksheet is what I have to do um and I, I'm finally over that now. I've realized this yeah, year fantastic. I, like, don't feel that at all. And I'm like, great. I feel held accountable to work on, like, polyglot progress and my film and yeah. anything else that I'm creatively working towards. And, like, because those are my real mm-hmm. priorities. And then we've got, like, the other priorities that are, like, certain classes and things. And, like, if the cla- if there's a class that is giving me, like, work that is optional and I also don't feel like I'm gaining anything from it, don't need to do that (laughs) Um, I know that's fantastic though um yeah so I think for me a lot of account I still feel some accountability if I were to take like a French class because I'd feel like or I guess for French that doesn't really work because I do have an interest in that but if I were to put in any other class I guess I'd feel an accountability to do that work that I wouldn't feel necessarily doing it myself because I still there's a part of my brain that's like I was assigned this by a teacher so I have to do it yeah um whereas like for it's my the, own I self I can where... easily be like you don't need self-care yeah, <laughs> like I, I it's where authority comes from yeah and I think I mean you mentioned a lot in the beginning I'm very externally motivated I think that's changing in me oh no <laughs> okay <laughs> But, but, so I, I think the, where authority comes from in terms of what I feel I need to do is changing. And I think it's for the better. I think, like, the fact that I have so many creative projects mm-hmm. going on right now, started by me, is a good sign. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's where I want to be moving towards in terms of what motivates me. Because, like, I mean, hey, I had an awful job this summer that I absolutely hated. And, like, I was not motivated to go there because I wanted to make my bosses happy. It was, like... I just don't want to be here and like yeah. you know whether it's going because I don't want to disappoint my bosses or going because I you know need the check or going because you know I just have the social duty and and I'm here I signed up for this job mm-hmm. yada yada um but I hate it yeah it's like well why am I doing it then um I mean no that's just fantastic I, I think determining where the authority sits in terms of what is making you do what is really important mm-hmm. Um, in terms of what's going to keep you accountable, like, is it the teacher? Is it me? Is it my mom? Is mm-hmm. it my dad? Like, who are you doing things for? Because, you know, in high school, I think it was really like, you know, it's your teachers, it's your parents, it's mm-hmm. it's whoever, you know, is looking at your report card. And, like, you, you do get that ingrained into you of, like, I have to do this because it's assigned. And, like, you know, my my joy and mental health comes second. But, like, mm-hmm. no, I mean, in, the, I mean in, in terms of, like, keeping accountable in terms of your mental health is also important, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I definitely think it is, and I think that's been something I've been trying to work on, just because it is, mm-hmm. I think, well, another, like I was saying, just checking in with yourself, like, I think I had the realization when I got to college that I had a lot more, like, with my priorities, like, ingrained in me that I had ever thought, yeah, and it came, yeah. it, when I got to a place where it was, like, you are focusing on a creative thing, and you also need to, like, make time for yourself and, like, live your... Like, you're also in charge of your own life and things. Mm-hmm. It, like, was hard for me, and I was starting to realize that, like, wow, I can't read a book for pleasure without feeling like I'm... Guilty. Like, yeah, right? like, even if it's, like, summer vacation, like, I can't do things without feeling like I should be doing something else. I hate that feeling, um, yeah. I know what you mean. And even, like, if I get given... Like, if I was given a book to read for class, that would, again, come last. Like, it's just, like, the way my brain prioritizes yeah, what work to I do is, like, oh, your film should come last, and you're, like, reading this book should come last. When it was, like, maybe those are my highest credit courses, like, mm. or maybe that's the only two classes for my major or something. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I have all this homework for classes not for my major, but the classes for my major are this work that I'm now putting off, and it's because 
my brain is just like creative project bad mm-hmm. um yeah we need to read this textbook first and it's like no i really don't need to read this textbook right now yeah um i i talked about that a little in my task and time management video in terms of like what you allow yourself to do and like it's crazy the idea of like because I, I suffered the same thing coming into college of like oh now i'm in a creative program i need yeah. to i need to make sure that i'm spending time you know getting the stimuli I need to like think for myself and like also just not having stimuli for a little while and making something Mm -hmm. you know um yeah it's very interesting going from your work being like fill out this worksheet to come up with an idea make the worksheet and it's hard to like sit down and like think that stuff through when you're not used to it I, I wanted to mention in um in the video I talk about in high school language learning was a was a pastime for me that was fun Mm -hmm. and like even though it's work it was it was something I associated with fun Mm -hmm. and like it would it would come to the point where my parents would say to me like why are you going to it right after like finishing your schoolwork why are you not like playing video games relaxing on your computer doing Mm -hmm. whatever talking to friends um and it's like how do you explain that work is fun or like you know I want to do it when that's not what fits your like social whatever um and like I mean even now I mean you know it's harder for me to fit language learning into my like schedule Mm -hmm. but still it's fun and I don't want it to lose its fun and like the joy of it um so how do you to bring it back to the topic how do you like keep yourself accountable while also keeping things fun I mean I think it comes down to intention I mean you know it's a tough question because like you know do you do it if you really don't want to I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's really tough to, to answer because, I mean, it comes down to you, of course, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I always feel a necessity to... I feel the need to have to, but do I? I think it depends on the day. I think it depends on how I'm feeling, how how I think the work will be if I'm... Am I going to do as good as good a work now if I was, like, passionate about it as opposed to... Eh. Yeah, and I think that's, for me, why my, like, everyday language, like, is more flexible and, like, every day I will study from a textbook because, like, obviously my goal each day would be to be doing something big, but if I really don't feel like doing it, Mm -hmm. I settle for, like, something smaller. Yeah, I get you. Something maybe a little more fun, like, maybe I'll, like, read a book or play a game or something in a language. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to move on to next? That's classrooms. Yeah, I feel like that's a lot of what I have. The only other thing I could think of really is, like, finding a group of people. So, like, there's yeah. Facebook groups, there's... Mm, Facebook groups are great. Like, real-life groups, if you can find one. Just, like, groups of people that are learning maybe the same language, mm-hmm. um, I think would probably be the easiest to find, but I'm sure you can also find groups that are just, like, language learners. Mm-hmm. Um, just other people to hold you to it, things like... Um, having a, Having an exam scheduled for the future... Mm-hmm. And, like, having to work up to that, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, that feels right similar now. to the, um, like, setting an italki lesson and same stuff here. type thing for yeah. me. Because it's the same idea of, like, I've set this class or this exam, and so now I need to prepare for it so that I perform at the level that I should be performing at. Like, for me, it's less so, yeah, like, yeah. I need to get to a higher level. It's more so, like, I, if I go into this lesson having done nothing, I'm going to look the same level of as, last as week, now, yeah. while I could look better, or, like, going into exam, like, if I don't study, it's going to look like I'm a beginner, but maybe I know all these other words that if I just refresh them a few more times, I'll be able to use, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think the only other thing which I may have said earlier is, um, whenever we're not physically in the same place, what we often do is, if we both have a day of work ahead of us, what we'll do is take pictures of our bullet journal, mm-hmm. And, like, all the tasks unchecked and, like, everything. And then send that to the other person. You send me yours. Mm-hmm. And um, and then throughout the day, we'll, like, check on each other with, like, I did this. I did that. And it's, like, the the sharing it. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what it does. I kind of, you know, the, the, pro, the, the, like, development of progress. And you can see, like... Well, I think it just it holds me accountable in the sense that I'm, like, well, now I've shared my bullet journal with someone. So even if it's... Even if it's not enough for me to look at it and see that I have these tasks, now I have to update someone every time I yeah. check these off. And mm-hmm. if I've checked nothing off, like, people are going to know yeah. that I've yeah. done nothing. Yeah, and it's not even, like, oh, they're going to hate me. It's just the knowing. No, it's like, just more so, like, then you're motivator. going to be like, what have you been doing instead? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I've been on Facebook. And, like, like, maybe I have a good excuse, but then if I have a good excuse, then I'll kind of, like, let myself. Like, if it's like, oh, well, you see, I've built my own website and (laughs) found a million people to read it in one day. I donated all of my life's earnings to charity. What have you been doing, Yeah, it's like, well, instead of doing work, I decided to go and hang out with dogs at the shelter today. (laughs) Like, um, like maybe that's worth it. Um, But, like, if Matt's like, hey, why have you done one thing and it was, like, laundry today like what happened I did and then my laundry if I'm like, really well well I did my laundry watching a Netflix show and then I watched the next Netflix show yeah. and then the next one then it's okay, like okay you need to work now yeah then it, it's like well I just didn't do work today and so yeah. it's like accountability in that sense exactly. I think it's more of a if you can check in with yourself you don't even need that so much mm-hmm. but it's more of that check in of like why are you not getting work done yeah exactly I think that's all from us you good yeah I think I'm good okay Cool. Uh, there is a link to italki down below if you are interested. That is uh, $10 of italki credits with your first purchase of credits. So you get the credits you buy and then $10 more of yes. credits. Um, so that link is there. Sometimes I feel like I don't un- even understand those. <laughs> That's why I clarify. Those are sometimes confusing. Okay. So I get it if you don't get it. Okay. Thank you guys for watching. This has been Polyglot Progress. And remember, practice, practice makes, makes progress. progress. Thank you, guys. Bye.